We are back for another episode on the Up and Up. Nina, how you feeling? I am so excited. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, so recording with Meg was so fun, Jamie. I feel like the world is so small and this podcast is firing me up because we are reconnecting and with old friends and connecting with new friends and it's giving us the opportunity to just meet people that we never would have met. And so it was so fun to record with Meg, who I knew from Augusta years ago when we were in high school and then kind of lost touch over college. And so reconnecting with her for the purpose of recording for the podcast and learning about her business was the coolest. And then turns out she's literally your neighbor. So (laughs) seriously, like what? I know. So it was so cool that you guys got to go to coffee and I hope y'all can be friends now. (laughs) Yes. She was so sweet and she had so many just like great things to say like a lot of one-liners that I feel like will really stick with people um which is super good and I mean like today we wanted to kind of you know do some of the takeaways that you know you and I heard um and I remember the recording there's one part where she talks about this like concept of like giving yourself permission and like I literally was like wait I'm gonna need a minute (laughs) (laughs) and it like it turns out I needed a lot of minutes just to like digest that and so I wanted to share just about that um and just the concept of giving yourself permission okay so the thing that Meg said she said a lot of us cling to permission to buy us time because we are afraid and That just rocked my world because I think sometimes I can be self-deceived just like with wanting permission or validation or affirmation. Like, no, no, no. Like I need like just like the sign off, you know, like the perfectionism and me like wants to make sure everything's tied up in a bow. And so I think that, yes, a lot of that is still true, but that it to understand that it lives right next to the fact that there's still so much fear is just insane. And I think that fear or maybe leaning into wanting the permission and validation from others really stunts you in terms of like, what do you really want? Like it's, it's almost like, I don't know, you can't really like make a decision, right? If you're like leaning on that or you're like listening to fear. Um, So that just was like, oof, it hit home for me. Yeah. It got me thinking a lot of what you're saying of delaying this big life change because change is scary. We've talked about that in our first episode of how to navigate it and why it's so scary. Um, And giving yourself permission usually comes with something that's going to change. And a lot of the fear I think is rooted in that. And it got me thinking about like this external versus internal permission. And she talked a lot about it of waiting for the permission of friends and family. Or she, I think she even mentioned the example of like you probably can think of right now off the top of your head, someone in your life, whether it's a group of friends or a significant other or a family member that you always need their approval for or their permission before you do anything. And you're kind of subconsciously seeking that approval from them. And I liked how she challenged us to stop looking at permission so externally and looking at it very internally. And 
really, I feel like it's like permission to do anything. It can be permission to approach something and run towards it, take a leap of faith towards something or to pull away from something that isn't healthy or isn't serving you anymore. Maybe it's intentionality to rest and permission to grieve, to trust yourself, all of that. Um, And actually in our recording yesterday, we recorded with Hannah, which you guys, this episode's coming out in a few weeks and it's going to be amazing. So you want to tune in for Hannah. But one thing that she challenged me in the episode on was permission to be fully present exactly where I am here in California. Mm. And I felt that so deeply because um, I think giving myself permission to be present and really soak up the memories here and the opportunities here, knowing that probably not going to be here forever. Mm. Um, so that's definitely an area that I feel like I need to give myself permission in because I tend to just run a million miles an hour and want to check off my achievements. Whereas permission to be present can really look like slowing down and enjoying memories and making new friends here and exploring new places. So. Oh, I love that Nina. And I think the, the permission to be present is something that like in life, like you, me, a lot of people are going to have to continuously come back to Mm -hmm. because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's very societal or like human nature to always think to the future. So we're always on to the next thing. Like if we're having a conversation or phone call with a friend, we're probably, yeah, parts were in tune, but then we're also thinking, what do I have to do after this call? And, And so it's like, the permission to be present, I feel like equates living a more fulfilled life. Like you get to live, you really get to live. And so (laughs) I really hold strongly to the fact that we have one life. And so I think that brings pressure to live in the present too, right? With that thinking of like, well, if this is my only one and you know, if it is, I want to make the most of it. I want to be present and be with my people, you know? Yes, I, oh, that's my favorite ever is life is so short. Yeah. Living for today. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. You don't have to put all your pressure, like pressure on yourself to do everything you want to do in your lifetime today. I mean, there's, we would be realistic about it, but yeah, that sense of urgency of be where you are and Mm -hmm. look up to where you are and pay attention to what's around you. And I think also you mentioned it, I think it's now more important than ever coming out of COVID. And I also think coming out of COVID, the permission that things may look different now and that's okay. Things look different now than they did in the past. Things that are areas of focus or wherever we are in our life, we may have to approach it from a new angle and give ourselves permission to get a little more creative. And it's okay if things have changed and don't come as easy in certain areas or I think we all have things in our life where in the past maybe it came seamlessly and it was perfect and felt so natural and then now it's so much more of a struggle or it's difficult or it's different and that's okay that it's different I think we look at the past and we're like but it should work how it did before and the reality is it's not going to be like that especially when our world goes through such ma- such massive change as we did this past few years. So I think permission to look at things differently and recognize it's okay that they're different. And we have to show ourselves a lot of grace in that. Yeah. A lot of forgiveness, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And I think even what like is ringing really loudly for me right now is like 
permission to lean into opportunity, permission to dream. And I think it's just that other layer of we've only got this one life and I want to live it to the fullest. And I think leaning into opportunity, um, I mean, you touched on it with the whole COVID situation and just being okay with change, like opportunity is change and being open to that and leaning into new adventures and things that come your way, like have opportunity to amplify your life and to help you experience new things and new people. I think I speak for both of us when I think this podcast was a new opportunity for us to dive in and um, share our hearts and connect with people, build community. Um, So I don't know. I think that is something. And even on um, the episode coming out in a couple weeks, I share something that's been on my heart. Um, and that's the permission to dream going for what you're interested in. And, you know, I don't know, I think I love that you touched on the external and the internal, the permission process. Um, and I know we've been talking a lot about just like aligning with yourself, but I think in our twenties and in our thirties, it is the time, you know what I mean? To like be inward and to strengthen that relationship with yourself. Um, so you can, you know, confidently give yourself permission in different areas. Yeah. You change so much in your twenties. I think we talked about that a little bit too on yesterday when we were recording with Hannah. So if you guys haven't already caught on, you must tune into Hannah's episode because there's so much (laughs) to unpack there. And Jamie also shares a really, really incredible dream on her heart that she's going to pursue. So you guys want to hear it. Um, Quick plug, (laughs) but one thing we did talk about was how much you change in your twenties and how much like who you are at 20 or 21 is not who you are at 29. And that's a good thing. Uh, I think it's a ton of sorting and weeding through what you value and what's important to you and what you want your life to look like and what you desire and who you're going to spend the rest of your life with and who your friends are, all of that's So important. So um, yeah, I think you're spot on with that and, spot on in the sense that permission to allow that change over the course of your 20s and really turn inward. It's the time to do it. You don't have the distraction of kids yet or what have you. So looking inward is the first and foremost starting point, I think. Yeah. The other thing I thought of um, as I was thinking about this and you were talking about it, permission to dream, It's allowing yourself, I feel like, to be very intuitive and listen Mm -hmm. to yourself and what feels right. And so when you allow yourself to be intuitive, which I've been working on, um, rather than striving for the approval or or the acceptance of others or even just for perfection, um, I feel like even resisting because you're scared, um, moving from that state of resistance or striving to a position of allowing Um, And I think allowing and permission kind of go hand in hand, but that is definitely something that I've had to really hone in on and just let go of the need for perfection and for things to be the way that I thought they should be and what they should be. And um, realizing like allowing your intuition to lead and really leaning into that dream is so important. So I love that you hit on that too. Yes. And okay, Nina, with that, because you are very action oriented, you like steps, you like how to's, 
let's like chat about steps to give yourself permission. Like how do we even do that? Like, how are you doing that? Um, I would say I touched on it a little bit earlier. I wouldn't call myself a people pleaser. I don't feel like I seek the approval of others um, or the acceptance of others. Mm, can't I, <laughs> <laughs> which we need to talk about both sides of this because I think there's yeah. people out there that maybe aren't people pleasers, but yeah. you're still trying to seek and strive to please yourself. Honestly, I think that I look more for my own approval than I do for the approval of others. I'm my own worst critic and the hardest on myself. Um, and I think letting go of that has been huge and showing myself grace when I have these high expectations of myself that are not realistic, or maybe they were realistic in the past, but it's just not that way anymore. And that is okay. Um, so really learning how to pivot from that. Yeah. What about you? Oof. Um, yeah. So like I said, I definitely have more of the people pleasing nature. And I think I do believe that there's strengths and weaknesses within that statement. I think I do want to make everyone is okay, having a good time, feels comfortable, all of those things. But I think where it seeps in negatively is in the realm of the permission of I'm like, okay, is my assumptions of what other people think I should be doing or whatever, is that speaking louder than my gut? Is that speaking louder than what I really feel? Um, And so I think, yeah, I think I've, I think it was probably when I was in high school, it was almost easier. And this is an interesting point, Nina, because of what you shared is it was easier for me to have other people's expectations, like live up to other people's expectations than the expectations that I had for myself. Like that was like harder ground for me because I felt like I'd never reach what could reach what I wanted to do. And I think that plays into a lot of why I haven't like pursued things that I really want to pursue for fear of failure. But I'm like, okay, well, the expectations of other people, I don't know why. That's weird. I should probably dissect that. But like, to me, I don't know, it's harder to live up to my personal standard. But I think all in all, I think I've just been, I don't know, like I said, just asking myself and giving myself permission and aligning with myself and looking inward um, and not, and making sure that I'm not following this like trajectory that like society yeah. has or that people our age have like different stages of life. Like, um, and so I think tangibly like the steps that I have taken and need to take, continue to take is like sitting with myself. Like I've been back into running and I've recently realized Okay, one of the things that I loved about running was it got me out of like my world for a second and I could just breathe. And it wasn't like these times of like intentional thought. It was more so a pause, which is kind of contradictory because I'm like literally running, but like it really felt like a pause. And I've been realizing how it's been so helpful for me now but also how can I be mindful and use this time like for alignment with myself? Like, yes, put me on a good playlist, but like, what is my mind like saying? What are these internal thoughts that I'm having? 
Um, And so I've been trying to be more intentional about using that space to have conversations with myself, like not out loud, like I'm not trying to look crazy, but, um, (laughs) you know, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. And that I love that so much because I really believe that running can be so um, reflective. And I used to run way before uh, AirPods were a thing, I would run without headphones and literally go on runs in silence. Yeah. Um, And that was so reflective. I can't do that anymore. But also it's like kind of like torture. It is. My AirPods died the other day and I was like, well, I'm out here. Like I need to run. And I, it was actually torture because I, I was forced to sit with myself without no background music, (laughs) but I'm like, that's what I'm here to do. I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I have to have something playing, whether it's a podcast or worship music or pump up music, something to keep me, keep me moving. So, um, well, that's really, really good, Jamie. And I'm so proud of you for getting back into running your rock star. And I know that's not easy. So I'm proud of you for like setting a goal and taking steps towards it on a daily or weekly basis and it's been really cool to watch you do that so thank you gal I'm pumped I'm like tired but it's so worth it (laughs) (laughs) so worth it okay so transitioning a little bit really fast we wanted to wrap with you guys on one thing that Meg brought up in the episode and it was what she does to never get comfortable we asked her like how do you get out of your comfort zone how do you keep things interesting and she talks about how she builds these bucket list. And I think she said she does it on a quarterly basis. Maybe she said monthly. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, But it's up to you. We're going to challenge all of you guys to do this as well, whether it's monthly or quarterly. We want to hear what's on your bucket list, but we thought we would share what's on ours. So Jamie, what's on your bucket list? Uh, Um, well, one of the things on my bucket list is something that I share in an upcoming episode. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Another plug. And the other thing on my bucket list would be, okay, y'all listen to this. So back in 2019, I think it was 2019, I basically went somewhere every single month. And I'm doing that again this year. And it is literally the most life-giving thing ever. And I'm so pumped and I'm so excited. Um, And I'm going back to France this year, which makes my heart so happy. Um, Because if you know me, France is my heart and soul. Um, But those are like the two things on like fun things on my bucket list. I forgot Um, you were doing that when you go. I go to France in September and I think it leads into October. Um, Still trying to finalize the exact dates but it'll be um during fall which I'm super pumped about wow that's gonna be amazing I'm so jealous I miss international I miss trips to Europe especially I haven't been back to Europe since I graduated college almost five years ago yeah yeah and it's and I will say it is one of the things that I'm I'm grateful for and like I feel privileged in to be able to do that because I think when I go on trips, like I find so much inspiration and creativity and it just really, really refuels me from like meeting new people, being in a different space. So super pumped about that. Um, But what about you, Nina? What's on your bucket list? Well, I'm pretty similar to you because I love to travel. Um, But I 
would say, and if you know me, you know, I'm not, I'm all about the experiences. So I would rather put my money towards an experience, a trip, a memory than I would towards anything designer or uh, materialistic. Like I'm just not a materialistic girl (laughs) at all. I would much rather put that towards a fun memory and trip. So for me, I would say on my bucket list is just staying present in California. I've had the opportunity to move here. And so I know that this time is going to be brief. I'm probably not going to be out here for the rest of my life. Um, And so I really want to soak up just like all the exploring in California. I mean, I've never been to Napa. Um, I have not been to LA in years. I want to go to Malibu. Um, Hawaii is pretty close. So that was on my bucket list. We're going there next month. Me and some girls are going for like six days of Memorial Day. So that'll be fun. So fun. Um, so yeah, just all the Cali exploration. I feel like it's the prettiest state. I'm biased, but I think it's the prettiest state in the nation. So I'm like, I gotta see as much of it as I can. They also have these hot air balloons, um, right in town. It's in San Diego, like a little farther inland um, in this wine country called Temecula. And I've never done a hot air balloon before and they look beautiful and so cool. So I was like, huh, maybe I'll add that to the bucket list. So um, yes, girl. Yeah. Maybe we can do it when you come. Honestly. And then you were saying LA and I was like, should we make that part of like when I come? Cause I want to go to LA. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much, you almost need like a month here. There's so I much know. to do. I know. But, um, no, this was awesome. Y'all please send in your bucket list. We want to hear and we want to like gain inspiration too. Like, yeah, I was about what, to say inspo. Like, yes, yes. Um, so we'll make sure to like put like a question box on our story or something. Um and Thanks so much for tuning in to today's conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please connect with us on our Instagram at the up and up dot podcast. We would love to hear from you.